Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener. You'll have ad-free episodes and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes. Welcome to the weekly We Are LA Tech Remix episode. I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. My name is Esprit Devora, born and raised LA, and I created We Are LA Tech in 2012 to unify the community. Podcast launched in 2014, continuing to help people find the best talent, to connect with each other, to form awesome relationships. So proud of this show. Enjoy. Hey, this is Ben C. Goldman, founder of Coflow, and we help teams to make better decisions using data and behavioral science, all within Slack and Microsoft Teams. We're in Culver City, bad managers, teams that were dysfunctional. But I basically found that like people were managing projects based on like a lot of the data that they had in their project management tool, right? And like the way they measure the health of a project is like by task complete, timeline, budget, resources, all these binary metrics that have to do with work. Even agile teams at Scrum, they do retrospectives, you know, and they're all about continuous measurements and stand-ups. But a lot of it is, the majority of it is focused on the work. So there was a missing piece that I found, which was insights into the team and insights into people that typically HR has this, like they have people analytics, they do, you know, a survey once a year or something. But it doesn't make sense to me that like HR has all this data and this performance engagement data on people and teams, but managers and teams themselves don't have it. So we sort of applied that like those ideas on like a team level. And it's not just like a manager tool, but it's also a team tool. So they get, we send analytics to team members themselves. It's very transparent and it's to drive like conversations. And yeah, it's, it's about... Um, team alignment, you know, and uh, I just think that there's so much uh, that can be done. Like we we do like nudges we're working on, like behavioral science-backed nudges, right? And there was like a lot of research. Sometimes I geek out and read these like research papers and on different things to do with like decision-making, performance management, and like hardly any of it is applied in technology and companies because like, Tech companies build based on what people do because it's easier to sell them on like an, something that's better, more efficient. You already do this, but now you digitize it or something, right? But they don't really like come up with new ideas in terms of like how to like management, you know, new new like concepts there. So we have like a very strong advisory board in that area and we try to like innovate, not just in the tech, but like apply the research to the tools. I know that was a long answer. That's okay. When did you create Peerflow? I started working on Peerflow before the pandemic, then as soon as, and then I sort of doubled down on like Slack and Teams as soon as that was picking up. Um, and we've recently launched a free version of the product. 
And so people can start using it now if they want. And um, we're building out a more enterprise version that's got a little more the intelligence and we're doing, and we're looking for, for bigger companies to pilot with us and build out some of these predictive models and, and the nudges piece. And how many people are on your team? So we have um, a co-founder CTOs in Newport Beach. Um, and then we have development team in Brazil and South America. We have advisors in across America and then in England one. We have designer in South Africa. So we've like completely distributed out like 10 people. In hey everybody, this is Brian Feminella. CEO of SoundMind here, where you can find music therapy at your fingertips right here, right now. Currently based in downtown Los Angeles. Oh, well, speaking of that, I'd like to tell you that we have officially partnered with Zound Industries, who is a headphone organization that works with Urban Ears, that works with Marshall Headphones, and that also works with Adidas. And they've worked with us on providing us all different Bluetooth headphones of different varieties from over-the-ear headphones to wireless earbuds to allow our beta testers, who are, by the way, COVID-19 first responders, nurses and doctors and military personnel on the front lines. So I want to shout out our first line, frontline heroes right now and thank them for all they do. Our actual headphones that we use for our studies and our research have been from Zound. So we have partnered with these organizations. We have seen the power. You know, when you think about binaural audio, my director of neuro, her name is Lucy Schaefer, she loves to talk about the auditory phenomena of binaural beats and how they're able to have different frequencies in your ear that help to elicit and kind of bring out certain calming effects. And that's her baby. She's done multiple studies with this and we've been able to figure out how we can use SoundMind in that perspective. So in our visual therapy, to kind of talk about SoundMind a little bit more, we have a way for users when they go into the visuals, they'll be able to select their mood. Are you uneasy? Are you stressed? Are you just so pissed you wanna smack the wall? Whatever your mood is, there's going to be different selections for you. You select the mood you're feeling, and we provide visuals based on our research, what we think is the best visual to assist you in your kind of overall need to calm down or need to de-stress or need to relax. And with those visuals, the sound that plays is not our soundscapes. It's actually our unique and customized binaural beats audio. And we have users with a pop-up screen that says, please put on headphones because that's how you make the most effective usage of it because there's different frequencies in your ear that you can hear with these headphones and it produces that calming experience because people say to us, right? Like, you know, you saw Palmer Lucky with Oculus. That was a huge innovation for VR, right? You said, oh, wow, VR is the up and coming thing. Then we have medical virtual reality. Okay, but how do you take a mobile solution? How do you bring that VR experience or at least the most you can into a mobile app? And that's our goal here with the visuals, to make the user feel like they're in another world, to make them feel like they're engaged when they're really just maybe standing on the street or they're just sitting at a coffee shop. Make them feel like they're not there because making the art of perception mixed with sound therapy and sound healing is so beneficial to an individual's overall healing and health and overall growth as a mental health, mind, body, overall kind of you know understanding. It's so powerful. Hi, this is Daniel Liebeskin with Topia. I'm the CEO and co-founder, and we are evolving how people socialize online based in West Hollywood. You know, great point around the pandemic. Um, the reality is that we're actually solving a pain point and a problem that existed long before the pandemic of 
you know, how do you actually socialize? How do you make new friends online? You know, a lot of social media right now is, uh, has historically been about my persona that I'm crafting and then the content that I'm broadcasting out to the world to reinforce that persona. It's not really about making other human connections on platform that are, that are based on real experiences, right? That are based on uh, collaborative memories. And so how do you, we, really what we set out to do is create an experience platform where people can socialize and make uh, friends in the way that they do in real life. You know, the pandemic really accelerated this need that was going to emerge anyways, really, you know, already existed, but something like remote work, right, was a trend that was already already happening. And my thought was that over the 2020s, we were going to see this big acceleration of people going into remote work situations, diversifying your workforce across the, the world. With remote work, one of the big things, obviously, you need remote productivity tools like Asana and Slack and that's and, and Zoom. Those have kind of enabled remote work. But what you miss with uh, with remote work often is remote play, right? And remote serendipity, the water cooler time, the happy hours, the sort of unstructured time when you can rub shoulders with your coworkers and have serendipity where you are hanging out at a bar with the CEO talking about things and having that kind of access. You know, another trend that has always existed is that if you are in the San Francisco headquarters of a tech company, you're like a tier one employee. But if you're at the St. Louis office, you don't have the same kind of access to the executives, to the, to the employees. Um, and so, you know, how do you have a diversified global workforce if everybody can't be in the headquarters and they're therefore not uh, engaged in the same way, right? So this is just an example of how globalization has actually made it that, uh, you know, you, you need to have a way to have serendipity, to have unstructured happy hours and, and these sorts of things. Um, and so, you know, these trends were already occurring. The pandemic definitely accelerated that, accelerated everybody's awareness of it. It made uh, workforces that weren't really global go global, go remote. That was helpful for Topia, but that was never, you know, we, we obviously weren't planning for a pandemic. You know, things happened that move the ball forward towards the direction it was going anyways. And, and I think that's what happened in this case. I mean, Daniel, it's devastating what you're saying. Are you saying that not everything revolves around Slack? I mean... <laughs> I can't. I don't know if I can handle this. <laughs> I, I love no, Slack. I, I think, it's great. Yeah. yeah, I think it. I think it's a great point that like Slack emails, like when you're talking about creating a remote culture, that doesn't cut it. We need to have a more intimate way to connect with one another in a way that feels organic and in as in person as can be, no matter where you're located in the world, pandemic or not. Yeah. So, well, how large is the team? Uh, so our team right now is nine. We actually are, uh, we have a few offers out, so we're about to be 11 um, and we're scaling up pretty fast. We actually raised uh, a little bit over $5 million um, a few months ago with uh, 776 as our lead, who's uh, the, the uh, partners there are uh, Caitlin Holloway and Alex Sohanian, who's one of the co-founders of Reddit. Um, so, you know, they, they're very much on this mission of we're evolving how people socialize online, how communities come together. Uh, and so, you know, we have enough dry powder now to scale the team, really go for it. And uh, so, you know, bright days ahead. Join thousands of people in L.A. Tech on our We Are L.A. Tech Facebook group where you can discover events, job opportunities and even housing. Go to wearelatech.com slash community. We'll take you straight there. That's wearelatech.com slash community. 
The best business resource I have is my mentor's private Facebook group. I've never found a community that cares more about one another's success. It inspired me to create the same thing for podcasters. If you're a tech company or startup looking to grow your podcast audience, I created GetPodcastListeners.com, a private group specifically to discover how other podcasters have grown their audiences so we could do the same. Check out GetPodcastListeners.com. That's GetPodcastListeners.com. The We Are LA Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. Music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The We Are LA Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes.